Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. All right. Thank you for tuning into the New Heights Show on Education. And this is Freddie. And I dive into technology and cyber awareness. How's everyone doing tonight? You heard the latest news on Apple's FaceTime. I hope you guys updated your iOS firmware so that you guys don't get yourself eavesdropped. Well, tonight I'm going to be sharing my last episode with you guys, and I've decided to close it off with where cyber technology, not cyber technology, cyber cybersecurity, where, where it's pretty much going to be in the future. Um, I hope all my listeners have enjoyed my show so far, and. I hope you guys learned something new as much as I have learned something new. Now that I'm leaving my mark here, I just want to conclude this whole chapter of cyber awareness with my said topic. Now, before I start, um, I was just wondering if any hosts would like to pick up where I left off. Uh, be sure to contact um, any GG, uh, especially Pamela Clark. Um, we're always looking for new volunteer hosts, and they can even train you. So contact New Heights Education at yahoo.com if interested. Um, if you do want to pick up where I left off, uh, there's a ton of topics that I can give you ideas of, such as big data, uh, blockchain, and artificial intelligence, which I'm going to be talking a little bit about shortly, and uh, machine learning, or just anything really cutting edge that could be developed in the future. It's your choice. I leave that, I leave that all up to you. Um, just be sure to let NHGU, uh, NHG know, and uh, once you get through the training process and you start broadcasting um, i'll be happy to listen in that being said uh this show is affiliated with the wonderful organization nheg and if you would like more information about us uh please visit newheightseducation.org now just a reminder um i'll still be a member of the nheg staff as i will be uh assisting you with any blackboard or course sites issues so you guys know the deal two parts uh, 12 to 15 minute uh parts um short break end it at the second half Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. So 
let's just do a quick recap of what we learned about cyber awareness uh, these two months. Um, so what do we know about malware? Well, malware is a, is a type of malicious software that could damage your systems, data, and open back doors for unwanted hackers to steal uh, information. A uh, good example of that is just a simple computer virus. Secondly, uh, hackers come in three categories, white hat, gray, uh, gray hat, and black hat. Fun fact, there's actually more colored hats to that. So um, take a look at, look, yeah, take a look at, at it. Um, there should be a ton of resources on Google. And um, with white hats being the good, uh, gray hats, uh, neutral, and the bad is the black hats. Um, third, child cyber awareness. Uh, we have cyberbullying, predators, and explicit exposure is uh, something that your child should be aware of. Um, fourth, uh, we also have IoT. Everyone either has it in their pocket, uh, it's their tablets, smartphones, uh, their Amazon Alexas, pretty much almost everyone has them now, but people still have to understand that they have to be careful and they have to secure those devices as much as possible. Fifth, uh, we have cyber awareness in schools where computers and device policies should be in place. And uh, we also have social engineering, uh, how to prevent yourself from phishing and baiting, which is part of social engineering. Um, sixth, understanding that you are the target. And lastly, which I talked about um, last week, it's about the cloud and how it needs to be strictly secured as it is on the internet. If you do want to know more about those uh, topics, uh, just look back on the radio show page. Anyways, now that I covered those topics and pretty much discussed uh, how you could prevent them, you could, sh you could be shielded for the next years to come. Now remember, that does not mean that you are protected forever as you do have to keep your systems and programs updated regularly. While I did say that old technology will become exploited as new technology as implemented uh, last episode, remember that's not totally a bad thing. You just have to remember, not all hacking exploits are bad. And a matter of fact, white hat exploits, um, they do make sure that things won't be exploited again. In that case, we can still use what we've learned and make our production methods better. So in a way, I do have a positive view that cybersecurity will be better. I'll be talking about a few articles that I came across that shows cyber awareness, cyber awareness will improve in the future. So the first article I'm going to talk about is how AI and blockchain will shape the future of cybersecurity by futureofeverything.com. So first of all, what is blockchain? So it's basically a record of transactions made in cryptocurrency. So you're pretty much looking at how all the bitcoins are being maintained across several computers that are linked in a peer-to-peer -peer network. AI, or as we know, uh, artificial intelligence, is pretty much a computer system that is able to perform tasks that uh, normally require uh, human intelligence. Um, I might butcher this guy's name, so forgive me on this. Uh, Constantinos Kared. Uh, let's just call him Constantinos. Um, he's part of BT, and he states that blockchains are moving from the realm of just fueling cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin to start smart contracts, identity management, and multiple 
multiple ways of proving integrity of data. They may also hold the key to defending against IoT attacks. He also states that AI would also be used to identify hacking flaws and patch them to stay ahead of malicious attackers. In, uh, in contrast to BT, Avast states that cyber criminals will fully create autonomous AI-based attacks that will operate completely independently, adapt making, making their own decisions on their own, and more. So in non-technical terms, Avasta is pretty much going the Terminator route where AR, not AR, <laughs> um, AI can adapt to whatever crime it's committing to bring more damage to systems. ET, on the other hand, uh, brings in a more optimistic view on the whole situation. So how blockchain is going to work with IoT is that it's going to have a um, distributed system of uh, record for sharing data across a network of uh, key stakeholders, uh, hash-based security, and verification of identity and provenance authentication. So that's one of the two points that Forbes mentions. So in a non-technical term, um, that pretty much means there would be a chain of records uh, that would be able to record and track some kind of data to see if uh, there were any kind of attacks being made on IoT devices. This would push uh, software updates to patch any kind of vulnerability. Now back to uh, BT's point about AI finding any holes. That would be great for cybersecurity because like a human cybersecurity researcher, um, the AI would be able to hack and patch up any uh, security holes so that malicious activity would be reduced. So from this article, we have records of data and artific artificial intelligence as a way of how cybersecurity will improve in the future. So I'm going to take a break right here and then we'll, we'll pick up where we left off. Welcome back to the radio show, guys. Um, so just to pick up uh, where I left off, uh, let's talk about another article. So another article that I took a look at was from Forbes.com on what will cybersecurity look like 10 years from now. So in a nutshell, uh, the writer puts it this way. Systems will be smarter. It would have the ability to handle large amounts of data. Uh, systems would keep themselves updated rapidly and can take decisions in real time that connects to shared intelligence centers that will be kept guarded. He also states that the general public will be something like a common like a common safety practice, uh, similar to how uh, people put a seatbelt on when driving. So my take on this article is that this whole thing about systems being smarter is a possibility. This is kind of what I'm saying about how if technology will grow, new threats will come. However, um, technology is always being up to date regularly. Let's take Apple, for example, when they had that FaceTime problem. Apple was able to patch that loophole as soon as that word came out. It's probably around like two or three updates now uh, after that. So just be sure to update your iOS. And um, so say, what if later down the line with AI going more into development, um, that's on the new iPhone, let's say iPhone X, I don't know, X2, X3, something like that. 
and uh, it just updates itself thanks to AI adapting to new features, uh, security patches, and other bugs of the past iOS updates. Would that mean systems are becoming smarter? That's another possibility I could see coming. Also, when talking about having that ability to handle data, the article states that defense systems will need to become more sophisticated in order to cope with huge amounts of data like interconnecting defense in real time. So the article gives an example of how the network uh, would need to share information with our personal devices. So look at it this way. When you set up a device and it asks you to send uh, data to improve with performance, you are sending data of any bugs or crashes that could help with development or debugging. You know, you may think that this, this doesn't help. Um, you know, sometimes I think like that too, <laughs> you know, but if we were to take a closer look at all the updates um, your apps are going through, you do notice that there's a difference with the app. It's much cleaner, the bugs are fixed, and you may have noticed that it's not as sluggish as before. Same goes for cybersecurity. The more data that is sent out, uh, secure, uh, cybersecurity analysts and white hats can develop a way that could further protect your systems. Remember, with the amounts of data that would keep flowing, it would be convenient for an AI to step in and just handle the data for, hum for human decisions to be made in the end. So if you were to look at cybersecurity from this article, you could see that there's many possibilities for your information and systems to be shielded, as well as having that common practice of how to stay guarded. Now, here is my two cents. Okay, people, organizations, or groups are always going to be attacked, and that's a given. However, as more methods are being developed on how to stay protected, like they already are, you know, I get the sense that cybersecurity will always keep improving. I know anything could change in the years to come, as predicting the future is kind of iffy, for, for the lack of better term. Um, with predictions like these, it's kind of like having this cyber war against criminal hackers and white and white hats because you'll have an attack and then to and then a method to resolve an issue and then you're going to have another attack and then so on it's going to be like a never-ending cycle but remember this isn't necessarily the end of thinking that we'll always be attacked because of this you know little cyber war um like the article on forbes said uh it's going to start becoming a common safety practice of just keeping safe so what what was the thing that I mentioned in the You Are the Target episode? It was the user mindset. You have to remember that as new methods of cybersecurity will be developed over, over the years, users do have to um, do their part in not letting their tech-savvy pride just get in the way. You know, there's a saying that doctors make the worst patients. That same thing could, said, could be said for someone who really prides themselves on how much technology they have. You know, while we have blockchains and AI being further developed, human error will always be a part of how cyber threats could be possible. However, in the future, I can, I think I can safely assume that uh, users will be, you know, will be able to have that sense of cyber awareness to the point where um, they are using future technology, programs, or apps to keep their systems safe. 
you know, with the integrated AI and all of the all the data that's being taken to make things better, you can also probably assume that you can have that AI to adapt to what's been going on. And just tell the user uh, what's safe or not. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. So I would like to say that cybersecurity will continue to improve no matter how many issues we'll be facing in the future. That, ladies and gents, is how I'll be closing off my chapter on cyber awareness. I hope everyone has learned something as much as I have. During this whole process, I've learned things that I was even surprised about. I hope you all were too. So for my mandatory last tech tip, um, which I promised myself I'd do for this last episode, um, let's start this up. So Mac, PC, or Linux, what kind of computer should I get? I'm going to go straight to the answer and say why. That depends on what you plan on doing with it and what your personal preferences are. So here's my take. I personally choose the PC. I can build it, customize it, and when parts get old, I can just switch it out instead of buying a new pre-built Dell computer. I also like to play a lot of PC games because I want that full 4K resolution and I like how the mouse and keyboard control on certain games and I do most of my hacking projects on there. I don't do a lot of heavy uh, video editing, uh, music production, or any kind of graphic design that Macs are really capable of. You know, media production software is just flawless on the Mac, but it's just not my thing. Now, the thing with Mac is that it suffers less from malicious attacks. Notice I said less. Yes, Macs can get malware too, but it doesn't suffer from the many risks that a Windows PC does. Now, when talking about Linux, um, to me, that's more of an operating system for developers. You know, Raspberry Pi's um, Raspbian, which is Raspberry Pi's version of Linux, um, it's an awesome way to get started with coding and developing apps and, uh, you know, doing all the robotics and stuff, making all those cool projects. Um, Linux also kind of teaches you how to get familiar with command lines and how to just get familiar familiarized with uh, how development works. Uh, what's great about Linux is that it also teaches you how servers work and how uh, servers is performing. So it gives you an idea of how networks are all laid out. Uh, let's take uh, Amazon Web Service, for example. You know, they have their own version of Linux and using that operating system when doing cloud computing, you know, it shows you how uh, Netflix, for example, since Netflix uses uh, AWS, you know, how it's running and if Netflix servers need to be fixed or not. But I love my PC and I don't see myself switching operating systems in the future. I just love PC gaming so much that, you know, I, I don't even wanna, I don't really wanna keep buying an overpriced gaming console every five to seven years just to play uh, AAA games. So 
Um, if it does, you know, if my parts do get old, I, I could just switch out my graphics card that go cheaper than a console. And it's like, I just got myself a new gaming machine. So your choice of operating systems is all personal preference. Okay, <laughs> everyone, it was a pleasure doing these episodes here at NHEG, and I just want to give a huge thank you to Pamela Clark and the rest of the NHEG family for making this possible. I really had a huge blast uh, just doing the research and just learning about things that I know are being improved on in terms of technology, and I see it as a way for me to advance in my IT career uh, through all this research and just sharing what I learned from work. So I also want to share a comment that both of my uh, co-workers at work uh, told me before I close off. Um, two of my co-workers, uh, one of them is our SQL Server support, and the other one is my boss, who happens to be the system administrator. And they asked me, Freddie, don't stop doing these, man. Like, why? Well, why, are you, why are you stopping? <laughs> so I remember, uh, was it two days ago? Um, after they listened to my radio show, we just spent a good amount of time just talking about, you know, hackers, like Anonymous, um, Snowden, and uh, Bill Gates himself when he did some hacking. And um, what we talked about was pretty much radio show material, but unfortunately... I won't be able to share them. Now, remember, I'm not leaving NHEG completely. I'm still the Blackboard and Core Sites assistant. So any issues that you run into in class, do not hesitate to let me know. I know that I won't be able to respond to your emails as quick as I used to, but I guarantee you that I will reply back on the same day. Um, so... Until then, um, I hope to have I hope to have uh, raised uh, cyber awareness on these episodes, and that um, my message just gets out there. And uh, remember, um, be, keep yourself updated. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, keep yourselves updated on the blogs here at NHEG, but we're expecting a few uh, new hosts to come in, so uh, keep up for that. Um, also. If you just want to look back to my shows or any of the previous hosts, uh, just go to the NHEG radio show uh, website. So just go on uh, newheightseducation.org and you should be able to see the link to the radio shows up top. So um, there's they a lot of our previous hosts, they do a fantastic job of what they are covering. So please check those out. <laughs> Okay. All right. I hope everyone here gets a good night rest for a fresh start in the morning. I want you I want to wish you all a good night. I want you to wish you guys all the best. And thank you very much. You're all wonderful. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom. 
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Thank you.